Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% The Zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state-of-the-art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. Big thanks to Arkansas Urology live once again. What a great year, and we're kind of wrapping it up today with Coach Cutcliffe. David Cutcliffe joins us now. Uh, my co-host, Justin Acre, is on the road. He covers UCA basketball. So he's out today. So, Chris, I just found my co-host. Coach Cutcliffe was just putting a, on a show for us during the break. <laughs> uh, I, I think he could, until Wes makes him go leave us and go into the uh, inside to speak to everybody else, he can fill the next 30 minutes easily. I've got a story or two, you know, <laughs> after 47 years in the coaching profession and I think what's what's sad for young coaches today, everything's drastically changed, but the people that I was around, you know, you're talking about Paul Bryant, Frank Broles, Daryl Royal, and and around them more than people might know, of course Coach Bryant, yes, but, but people didn't realize how influenced Johnny Majors worked for Frank Broles. So I got to know Coach Broles through him and I knew the Arkansas way, uh, Ken Hatfield, who I love, but the standard. Well, I'm, you know, so I'm coaching punt return team. Oh Lord, coach, you can't do it good enough for Coach Majors. Kenny Hatfield's best safety man, best return man I ever had. And we, this is how we did it. You know, Coach Broyles would be upset with you, and I said I'm sure he would. You know, I'm, I'm trying. You know, but uh, thank the good Lord that you had those influences not only on the field but in your life because they got into coaching for all the right reasons sure competitive sure gonna beat you any way they could but not at the expense of raising young men that would be better people what are you doing these days working for the southeastern conference uh... i had retired and greg sankey called me the commissioner and he said, I want to run something by you. Okay. And he said, I want you to consider coming with us in-house, in the office. We've never had a coach. And obviously, it's a very difficult era. And I just think it can help the communication. And they didn't have a job. This had never existed. And so I thought about it, but I said, you know, I, I, my mother taught me this. You don't choose positions or places. You choose people in your life. That's careers as well. So I said, Commissioner, I, I can't do anything till I fly down there. If y'all fly me down where I can spend a day with your people. And when I did that, I, was, I told my wife I was really impressed with the people he had gathered there, young and some older and some been there a long time. And I met as many people as I could and had as many conversations. And so I thought... Maybe I can still make a difference in college football, just a different avenue here. And I'm trying to do that. The title they gave me sounds like Dwight Schrute's title in the office. I'm a special assistant to the commissioner for football relations. (laughs) So as soon as I said that to my son, that's what he said. Okay, Dwight Schrute. (laughs) So um, for those of you that haven't watched The Office, that's kind of a, a, a joke about that show. But... It's been good. Uh, I go to all of our institutions. I make campus visits. I make game visits. I've been up to Fayetteville uh, numerous times. Uh, Sam Pittman is is quite a man and quite a football coach, and I know there's all all the talk that goes on that's associated with what we do, but he, he's a man that, that I can admire. I'm going to say that on this 
radio show in this great state, uh, football state that it is. Um, and um, so I go, first place I go is the equipment room. People look at me funny. I said, if you've ever been around this business, you go to the equipment room to find out really what's going on. Tell me what's happening with the players in the locker room. Tell me what you see. Tell me what's going on with the coaches. Tell me, and they know everything. And so I have a thread of all our head football equipment people. Now 16, I've already included uh, much of the chagrin probably of Arkansas people, Oklahoma and Texas. But uh, And I went to those places. Um, you know, relations is short for the word relationships. So I don't need, my ego doesn't need relationships with Coach Saban. I need to know the people that are in the building, and that's what I'm spending my time doing is trying to support all of those folks. We're talking with David Cutcliffe. Coach, you know you're big when they create a position for you. <laughs> I don't know about that. But well, I do. That That's awesome. It's kind of good to get a job with no job description. You write it yourself, right? <laughs> so what is it you try to c- contribute? What is it you want to do to help the SEC? Well, I want to be a conduit. Our coaches will tell me things they won't tell other people. And, I, you know, when I say, tell me your biggest problems, but I don't want to hear you whine. And I can talk like that to them. And yeah. I, I don't want them to whine. It's not helping the plight of college football. Um, give me some of the solutions you're seeing on a day-to-day that we can implement. So you, you look at it from a conference standpoint, but we also have to look beyond our institutional hat and our conference hat into the complete College football is in an interesting time, the most interesting time. And everybody has a different opinion. And when I hear some of the opinions that are somewhat uneducated on television, and to be real honest with you, as you climb the ladder and the model, everybody blames the NCAA. Well, the NCAA is us. The presidents are the bosses to those people, okay? But the higher you climb up the decision-making model, the less people are experienced with any form of athletics on a day-to-day basis. No boots on the ground. That's become more true in the area of directors of athletics. It's a business. And I'm not criticizing that. But in in that mode, my job is to maybe bring some boots on the ground thoughts and wisdom. How can we thrive? And what I've done, I'm writing my own little project based on players. I don't, I'm not worried about coaches, and I tell them to their face. Um, I mean, I'm not at all. I'm worried about the effects on young people. And there's a lot of this that's bigger than people think in that locker room. That's why you go to the equipment room. There's a lot of this with 19-year-olds devaluing their education. I've always been one that I'm more worried about their education than I am about their degree. So when I would have my meetings, yeah, I would look at grades. But I wanted to talk and hear if they could talk to me as an educated person. And if they couldn't, they went on my bad list and I I went to our academic people and this is not working. Mm -hmm. So influences and God forbid I had money to spend if I when I was 19. I, I couldn't have handled it. And so these are the serious sides of all of what you're watching right now. So instead of complaining about the NIL and what it's doing, how do we fix it? I, personally, I think you have to look at the calendar. I want you to think you're in the sports business, okay, deep in the sports business. We start talking about prospects and start trying to sign them or commit them when they're juniors. We've moved recruiting up, so all the official visits, this is why I look at it from a player perspective, are happening in the spring and in June of their junior year or completion of their junior year. Some of them are 16. Most are 17. And they're going to come and go out and sample college life? Tell me what's right about that. And so you can take the calendar, and you may make a few folks mad. But And I'm, I'm not the decision maker. I'm suggesting. 
But if you take the calendar and slow it down, then maybe we can slow down the enticing of 16-year-olds with money to come sign with our school and their parents. That maybe we don't have to offer. And then coaches can take a little more time like we used to in evaluating, yeah, can they play? Are they going to physically help us? And do they fit our culture? And you go back to really learning who they signed. Remember when people learned who you were going to sign in December? <laughs> you learned it then. Yeah. Or February. Because, yeah, Even later. Or February. And we were recruiting our rear ends off. It was February for, at first, yes. But you signed people then that you believed in. And then we have to encourage our coaches to develop people in their program. We have coaches spending more time with the ones they're trying to get to come than the ones that they have. And I learned that in equipment rooms, and I'm not sharing where I hear it the most, but I have a real hard time with that. I was a coach that took developmental programs. I mean, we had nothing when we started at Ole Miss. We had less than nothing when we went to Duke. So as a head coach for 20 years, it was all about development, you know, all about development. And God forbid, but the pandemic hit us, and then when your development is hit in those kinds of programs, it's over with. You, you can't recover initially, you know. But those young people know that you were invested in them. Those young people know uh, that you care. Not in this league, but I had a coach actually say one time to me, "We don't," because I challenged him about running kids off that they deemed not good enough. And second year, if they weren't starting, you can recruit one better. He said, well, we don't run them off. We, I just tell our coaches to ignore them. Don't talk to them. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, I, I, I was speechless. I had no comeback. I just walked away dejected. Um, that's not what we do. You know what the word coach means. Okay? It comes from a a Hungarian word, a city in Hungary called Koski, and they built wagons that ultimately, when they became some part of England in the English language, it was called a coach. So a person was waiting somewhere to get picked up by the coach and carried to a desired destination. <laughs> what an awesome title! And I do use that in coaching clinics, and I have challenged, particularly a lot of young coaches. And I guess I said, I'm, I'm, I go to them, what the hell are you doing? You need your job is this kid in this coaching opportunity. No, you take somebody's hope away, a young person. You may devalue the rest of that young person's opportunity in life. So I know I'm preaching, but I think people need to hear a bit about what is really important with athletes, with the players, and not just the football players, the basketball players, the swimmers, the track athletes. And, and we have to pool resources to make those other athletes have good experiences, both athletically and educationally. So folks, slow down before you start raising cane at the NCAA, we've slowly done this to ourselves, in my opinion. When you talk to the guys in the equipment room, what is the NIL doing to the locker room? Oh, yeah, they, they, they don't like it. They, they have they've created a, a separation in the locker room. And they know a number of players that don't like the prima donnas, that got the money, that got the big cars, that come in and do their thing and they're they're out they're busy they're busy with their money they're and I'm sure that's not every kid that's thriving in name image and likeness is that way but I'm telling you those guys know and I, I said tell, tell me about your walk-ons and they said well coach they feel probably more re removed than ever from from being important um so many resources go to keeping the players happy to keep them out of the portal, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I'm sure you remember the reason young people walked on was a deep hope of trying to earn a scholarship. 
earn a scholarship. I'm not sure juniors in high school have earned a scholarship, but I know they haven't earned name, image, and likeness. Don't call it that. That is a recruiting enticement. They hadn't earned. There's no value in their name, image, and likeness. And I was in on the meetings when this was first talked about. I was serving. I was a glutton for punishment. I've always been on the AFCA board, and so I was serving on the football oversight committee when this was all going down. And I'm listening to them talk about this. And players would be their own independent agents, and they can get agents, and so it wouldn't cost the department anything, and they could do their own outside deals. And I had to stop the meeting. I'm the only coach on this thing. I said, excuse me, how many of you on this Zoom have ever coached? None. And I said, do you not realize that you're going to open up an opportunity to legalize cheating? Oh, no, that's that's not going to happen. I said, trust me, you let an agent get involved with a 16-year-old representing him and his parents. Oh, yes, there's going to be people delivering money for opportunities, and they haven't earned. I said, name, image, and likeness is just that. If my image, somebody's building a game using my name, my image, and my likeness, guess what? They should pay me a little bit for that, Mm -hmm. right? That's what it was meant to be, Mm -hmm. but it needed restriction. And also not at the expense of the other players in that locker room. And people don't realize, they think, well, they got all this money. Football makes a lot of money, but it supports a lot of other things within not just these coaching salaries. And, you know, I never had that opportunity what's happening out there we were <laughs> a whole different level believe me and that's fine I, I, I never got in it for that Johnny Majors paid me a little under 4000 a year when I got into it and he, I was single and he said it's not healthy for a young single coach to make too much money oh okay <laughs> so two years later and I wasn't making much more and I was wanting to get married I said Coach Majors I've never thanked you properly he said what and I said, I think I'm the healthiest coach in all of college football. <laughs> so I said, please, I need. I want to get married. I need a little bit more money. And I think I went up to twelve thousand a year. And that's. I had everything I needed. And I know people have heard this and they get tired of this story. But I, but I think that has to be addressed by the coaching profession to some level and degree. I really do. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to look at me like I got four heads. Yeah, but I was raised by my mother and daddy in a simple way, and I know the difference between right and wrong. And I don't begrudge anybody that hustles and makes a bunch of money, but I don't want people getting into that profession for that reason. Coach, it was a pleasure. Time to go. I knew you would uh, just fill this time with ease for me. You're awesome. It It was refreshing to hear you talk. I'm glad to hear you say that. And I understand some fans don't really quite grasp what I'm saying. Some are listening and saying, that idiot. You know, that, and some are maybe thinking a little bit, which I hope you are, and then some may get it. And I'm not being negative about what's happening and about players receiving money. I'm not. I'm concerned about players. That's number one. And, and we'll have another talk one day about the month of June. And no other month is so much significantly different for players than it used to be. I don't worry about coaches. I tell them all the time, they call me to whine, shut up. I'm not listening to you, whine. You got people, or you got more people than I ever dreamed of around you to solve the problem, so quit whining. So, whatever that's worth. All right, man. We're going to call you. you in June. All right, sounds good. We're going to get you on in June. All right. Coach, thank you so much. Absolutely incredible. I mean, if that doesn't get you want to stick around until 12.15 to hear him in there, I, and I know, look, David's going to ask him about Eli and Peyton Manning and the Little Rock games and all that, but, um, man, that was, I, I don't know. I hope you were glued. I was glued to every word he said, and I thought that was fantastic. Um, we got to do the Red-White Report, Christian. 
The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires, with locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires, they have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Arkansas, Missouri on Friday, last game of the season, but it's not the last game for Coach Pittman. Hunter Yurchek spoke with the team after the game and reassured them Coach Pittman was coming back. And here's what Coach Pittman had to say about Yurchek addressing the team. Well, I mean, there's a lot of emotion in the room, you know, um, but uh, I didn't know it. But he, he wanted to address the team right before we finished with the conversation. And and uh, and it was really cool because of the the kids. You know, they went off, you know, and it was just – it was uh, – you know, I don't ever want to get in that situation, but it was a special moment to be a part of. It was really cool. Basketball also in the Bahamas. They arrived yesterday. Apparently they had some uh, travel issues. <laughs> it took them a while to get there, but they made it. Uh, media days coming up, and they play tomorrow. Um, Stanford, and then Thursday they'll take on either Michigan or Memphis, depending on what happens in those two games, and then they'll play again on Friday. The Arkansas women last night took on the UCA Bears. They rolled on to another victory, 5-0 and for Mike Neighbors' team. And uh, Talia Scott, this freshman, guys, uh, there were some highlights last night. She's a, she's a baller. I mean, she can handle it. She's quick. She can get to the basket. She can stop. She can pop it. Good shooter. Uh, this, she's legit. I mean, we had heard some stories of how many points she was putting up in uh, high school. But so far, through five games, she's very good and fun to watch the way she can handle the basketball. All right, let's uh, let's talk to Chris Shinnup. He joins us now for Arkansas Urology. What's up? Man, what a great year this has been. For And thank you guys yeah. for uh, sponsoring our broadcast here and having us back out here. It's been uh, just great season, great guests, and it's been good radio. You know, from uh, starting with Coach Pittman to uh, Peyton Manning, I mean, uh, obviously Basil, uh, another uh, series of home runs that uh, that he's had with the speakers, but uh, I know Coach, Coach uh, Cutcliffe will be great today. Uh, I'm sure he has some great stories. Uh, Looked like y'all were having a pretty good interview over here, Wes. Yeah, it really was. I mean, it's it goes up there yeah. on the on to, towards the top of interviews I've been a part of. It was you might have a new co-host. Very <laughs> enticing, and just what he had to say. It was powerful. It was yeah. refreshing to hear, um, but the the knowledge that he has, and then the insight that he has into all these programs. And, mm-hmm. um, the main thing I think that came away he. And he cares yeah. about the future of the game and the future of the, the kids, young men playing college football, and uh, that perspective is lost a lot of times. Well, and he's just you know he has that that uh, kind of uh, traditional old school you know in him that uh, I heard y'all talking a little bit about Coach Broyles and Johnny Majors and and some of those uh, just legendary coaches that he. Uh, uh, probably grew up coaching with um, and were his mentors when he first got into the game. So I think uh, it'll be pretty interesting to hear what he has to say. No doubt. Uh, I like big beards and I cannot lie. How about that? How about yeah, November? <laughs> it's rolling right along with uh, No Shave November. I saw one of our stories on Fox 16 with some of the high school coaches that have yeah. challenged each other to yeah. uh, to grow their beards out. So it's uh, it's catching on. And more and more people are participating. Yeah, you know, uh, well, snow shave November, it's uh, not only convenient for guys to put their razors down and, and not shave, not having to go out and buy uh, razor blades or shaving cream or, or charge up that razor, but uh, I think more importantly, it's it's an opportunity for us to raise awareness for men's health, for reminding guys uh, to go get checked out. Uh, it's everything from prostate cancer, testicular cancer, uh, uh, even mental health. Um, you know, there there have been stories over the past couple of years that No Shave November nationally has really raised awareness for guys uh, just going to talk to somebody if they need to and, and not uh, not uh, becoming suicidal, hopefully. So uh, I think it's just a, uh, such a wide variety of, of issues pertaining to men's health that we're honored to be a part of it here with Arkansas Urology. One more week to uh, get the nominations in. One more week, yeah. we uh, So guys can submit until November uh, 28th. Uh, that's when we start voting, and then we announce the winner. It'll be uh, Facebook votes. We announce the winner live on Morning Mayhem. Uh, it'll be the uh, morning when Roger Scott gets his exam live on air <laughs> over at our uh, men's health clinic. But uh, we'll we'll announce uh, the winner of that 70-inch TV, among other prizes. 
uh, Monday, December 4th. Well, you get it in. you got one more week. November 28th is the uh, deadline. Just go to uh, ArkansasIrology.com. You'll see uh, the info up there on a, on a banner. And uh, all the pictures will be posted on Facebook on Wednesday, November 28th. Awesome deal. 29th. 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 Yes. Thank you. Hey, thank you. We y'all, appreciate y'all you good. having us in over here all the time. Well, uh, looking forward to it, and uh, looking forward to doing it next year. All right. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Wes. We'll take a break. When we come back, Clint Sterner. No. Pat Bradley will join us. Clint was yesterday and tomorrow. That's why I got confused. Clint, usually Monday, Friday, but because we're off Thursday and Friday, Clint will be with us tomorrow. And so will Quinn Grovey. Tomorrow's show's loaded, too. Pat Bradley next, and Eli Craner. Birthdays Entertainment. We'll head inside, hear more from Coach Cotcliffe. Stick around. You're in the zone. Little runaway. I was flying. Yeah, running. Listen for birthday trivia in the zone brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. Happy holidays from the Little Rock Athletic Club and the Little Rock Racquet Club. Two things happen in December. Santa Claus and 50% off all joining fees at the Little Rock Athletic Club and Racquet Club. Take advantage of this one time per year offer. 50% off all joining fees. A club membership makes the perfect Christmas gift. This one time per year offer is valid through December 31st. Don't put it off any longer and join the Little Rock Athletic Club or Racquet Club for 50% off online at LRAC.com. Thanksgiving is almost here, which means it's time to start thinking about your holiday plans. This year, save time along with the worry and hassle and let the team at Edwards Food Giant do it for you. Their turkey dinner includes the turkey as well as their signature cornbread dressing, giblet gravy, cranberry sauce, and dinner rolls. All fully cooked, homemade, and ready for you to heat and serve to your family. If that's not enough, their deluxe turkey dinner also includes sweet potato casserole, green beans, and apple pie. Now that's what I call a Thanksgiving spread. Click on edwardsfoodgiant.com to view their full menu and find out how to order your dinner. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. If you want to be a part of the show, hit the guys on Twitter at Justin Acri 7 at Wes underscore Moore or at Seaweaver1037. Call 661-1037 or email thezone at 1037thebuzz.com. Thank you, high-end herbalist climbing treetops. New tire, new set of tires. Well, the timing's perfect for you because Big O Tires is having their Black Friday sale. Up to $140 instant savings on select set of Michelin tires. Buy three, get one free on Cooper tires, Sumitomo tires, instant savings and rebates on almost every tire that they have in stock. Get ready for cold weather, too. Savings on service. You also get 0% interest when you use your Big O credit card. Two locations, Cabot and Conway. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. In Cabot, it's Prospect Court right next to Kroger. Go see our friends at Big O Tires, the team we trust. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. River City Flooring, the only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com, RiverCityFlooringInc.com. PB, what's up? How are you? What do you say, boys? What do you say? 
Oh, it's fantastic, man, and I'm excited about the Bahamas. we got Razorbacks basketball Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're going to find out a lot about this team over the next three days. Yeah, do you ever get a chance to uh, follow the team in one of these tourneys? No. Oh, no, I would, that would, wouldn't that be awesome right now to be in the Bahamas? Oh, uh, well, I've never, you know, we went on a couple of trips. One, the warm weather trip we went on was Puerto Rico, and then we went to Alaska one year. Which was like How was wild. Alaska in uh, November, December? It, man, it was just dark. I'm trying to remember how much daylight. I just remember it always being dark and cold. Um, but it was a cool like venue and everything, and and obviously, I think it, I think I want to say it was Anchorage. It was top of the world classic. It wasn't the um, Alaskan shootout. Is that what it's called? The yeah, I think it used to be one? the Alaskan shootout. Yeah. So um, let me just put it to you this way. There are multiple people suspended on the Puerto Rico trip, um, and nobody nobody got in trouble in Alaska. So that's the risk you take as a coach. <laughs> you know, that's the risk you take as a coach when you uh, are deciding where to go. And I actually talked to Coach Muss about that because where'd they go? They, they had a trip last year, and, and he made a point to say... Was it Hawaii? Yeah, he made a point to say how, well... Uh, behaved and mature everybody was when, when they we had a guy so I was late for the bus after practice because we had a bus to Tulsa to fly I was late for the bus I got um, I don't know if I got suspended the first half or coach just didn't start me and then we had a kid get suspended on the flight over we didn't even land in Alaska and this kid got, got Got, got in trouble on the plane and uh, suspended. So needless to say, that trip didn't start well. We lose our first two games back to back. So it was uh, it was it was not a not great memories for the Razorbacks that Christmas. It was Christmas. We, we went there for Christmas. So we were all sulking around all Christmas Eve. I was watching at that time. They they were playing Christmas stories continuously on TBS. So I basically stayed in my room and watched Christmas Story over and over and over. In in San Juan. And speaking of uh, bad memories, we got some bad memories from last Friday night with Arkansas and UNCG. What do you chalk that one up to? Well, coming into the season, the question was if you know if you were going to say, well, what 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 uh, strengths and weaknesses? You knew that offensively, you're bringing in three, what, four, 15-plus scores, 18, 17. So you felt like offensively when the question. And, you know, Coach Moss obviously is, is a very demanding defensive coach. And, you know, that's, that, that's, that's sort of like the trade-off. You know, you want to recruit offense and teach defense, motivate defense. Because physically they can do it. It's just about the mentality and the priorities. Uh, and we've seen Coach Musk address issues where there was rebounding. I don't know if you guys remember when there was a big issue with rebounding. Yep. Uh, it was actually, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, we went through a little phase where we weren't defending the three. So obviously last night against UNCG, it was multiple things. Uh, they didn't do well defensively. There was too much space, half court. You want to see uh, when they catch and shoot on the half court in transition. They didn't get out to shooters. They didn't identify shooters. Um, pick and roll was, was it, it was, you know, they, the switches were bad. No communication. It was like, why would you switch that? You know, you're going to talk about, am I going under? Am I going over? Am I fighting through it? Are we switching? If, or, or big man, are you hedging? And I'm getting back. Or do you? So it just, you know, it looked like, um, I know it was just sometimes where the guards just dribbled, dribbled right past our guys and wouldn't laid it in. And um, I felt like, you know, at, at times, you know, they, they were very patient. And they're good. They're really good. They've got, a, uh, you know, veteran backcourt, as we saw. So 
you know, that's, that UNCG is not a slouch by any means. However, you got to win that game. Um, but I thought they were very patient. And and their, their offense, not, at no point, UNCG was one guy just standing there. I don't know if you if you kind of go back and watch it or if you remember from it. All their guys are moving, whether it is they're just sort of replacing, cut and replace, ball screen, off the ball screen. So when you get that much movement, you need so much more communication um, and awareness. And, um, you know, and then we couldn't make a shot. We couldn't make a shot. But second half, you know, you, we shoot more threes than free throws in the first half. That's, that's Coach Munson. I knew coming out in the second half he was going to correct that. Then they come out in the second half. I don't know if they shot 21 free throws in the second half. You know, to I think they still shot 13 threes, couldn't make any threes. Um, I thought they actually, you know, got the ball against that zone in the second half where they wanted, right there, Devo in the sweet spot. Um, but all these things, as we know, are fixable. Um, and we know Coach Musk is going to do that. I, I'd imagine they broke that tape down and each guy got emailed or text messaged or however they do all of their you know breakdown of the film and send it to them and say yeah we're going to clean this up. So I'm, Stanford is a pretty they're a pretty good offensive team. They shoot shoot a lot. Um, they get about four I think four starters that shoot thirty plus. Um, and you know who they got? Peja Stojakovic's son is on the team. He's a freshman, top twenty five recruit. So, Andre uh, Stojakovic. Yeah, he's a shooter too. So just nice little wrinkle, and of course the Stanford's coach is Garad Haas from Kansas. I always butcher his name for some reason, but um, a- we should we should win. They're not a very good defensive team, but um, they're a pretty good offensive team, and they, and they got um, a lot of experience, a lot of fifty air guys. Who's the team to beat down in the Bahamas? I mean, you're going to have to say, you know, right now, North Carolina. Memphis is interesting because their backcourt, if you guys remember the Alabama kid, Javon Quinterly, who's been around, yep. Villanova. He was, I think he was in Donovan American. He transferred to Memphis. Um, Michigan, you know, they lost a lot, but they had a nice win against St. John's. I'm not sure they're sitting at 3-1 now, and they didn't really expect to do a lot. Javon Howard actually <laughs> going through, uh, I guess he had, uh, heart surgery. So Phil Martelli, the legendary St. Joseph's coach, is, is uh, at the helm for them now. So, um, you know, it's really important for the Hogs because they, they they have an opportunity to win this. You know, on the other side, Texas Tech, Grant McCaslin, you remember Grant, right? Isn't he a Texas Tech now? Arkansas State coach, North Texas, and I think now he's at Texas Tech. Yeah, he's a great guy. coach. Went too, to North so. Texas. Yeah, he's had success yeah, everywhere so he's been. He, I mean, the easy answer is yes, North Carolina. Um, however, we we know, yeah, when you're playing three games in a short period of time, legs, somebody gets a little banged up. You know, anything could affect a tournament style. Um, I think it's just important to get that first one. Got to get the first one because now you're in a consolation. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, that's the last thing. That's that's not where you want to be. Um, so that, that's going to be the important um, important game, and then just build on that. Is there anything you're looking for in the Bahamas that you want to see uh, from this team? Well, I mean, again, it's, you know, I think defensively, like we saw, yeah, there was really one game, early game, where, you know, they, they just look like gangbusters out there in defense. I mean, just flying around the floor, closing out. I mean, those types of things. I and mean, physically, they can do it. Um, you know, they can put a, a, a defense out there that is potent offensively. It's got a lot of length on the perimeter where they should be able to get out, run guys off the three-point line. So I would say putting together a complete game, you know, they, obviously if they played in the first half like they did in the second half on Friday, that's a different ball game, and they'd win that game. So you, know, you you want to make sure that from start to finish, you are checking all those boxes. That's going to be the first thing. Can you play that complete game? Um, and then, of course, 
you know, how do you pick up transition, transition defense, um, communication? I mean, that's that's part of the, you know, that's part of the battle. Is if you take a, if you take a poor shot or a low percentage shot, which usually is a a three, like a quick three. Now your defense is like scrambling. You know, there's probably a long rebound, which much easier for the opponent to run. Now you're scrambling. So, you know, can you take, can you get a good shot? And that's going to help your defense automatically. Um, you know, whether you make a miss, you know, that's up. That's it. Sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. But you can help yourself out by taking a high percentage shot. Pat, we got to run. Thank you for uh, coming on board. As always, have hey, have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Happy Thanksgiving, boys. Thank you, River City, Florida. PB with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. When we come back, Eli Craner will join us. We'll get his thoughts on a little football talk and uh, some books. We'll see what his book of the week is. Stick around. You're in the zone. Once a year, Saracen gives away a coveted BMW to one lucky winner. This week is that special time, and you could be the winner of an amazing BMW X5 SUV from Saracen Casino and BMW of Little Rock. Play to win a top-of-the-line BMW SUV only at Saracen Casino Resort. Just 40 minutes away, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win a BMW X5 SUV Saturday night. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Looking for somewhere new downtown to hang out with all of your friends for football? Then there's only one place, and that's Little Rock's newest neighborhood sports bar, The Busker, on South Main. The Busker features an upscale bar menu with great beer, wine, and cocktail selections, as well as weekday happy hours from 4 till 7 and late nights from 10 till close. So watch all your favorite college and NFL games on the Sunday ticket this fall, where you won't miss a minute of the action on their big screen TVs. All this, including live music on on the weekends can only be found at the busker on south main black friday is beyond huge this year at guatney buick gmc in north little rock and unlike that turkey you just had there won't be any leftovers opening at 6 a.m on black friday with free breakfast and door prizes 2023 encore gx starting at just 19999 get 2023 terrain or acadia up to 9,000 off msrp did we mention door prizes tvs quest vr segways drones outdoor grills bago sets foosball even a hummer plus during guatney buick gmc's black Black Friday event, Sierra 1500s up to 15,000 off MSRP. And don't worry about cold turkey because Guatney's doing free lunch too. Guatney Buick GMC, home of the Angel Tree and Toys for Tots drop-off point. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock, 501-945-4444. GuatneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Stock numbers 19495 This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See Shelter Agents Richard Yeager or Jason Daly in Little Rock or Agent Lawrence Forrester in Cabot today. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck? Anywhere in the state, just dial 888-8888. Responsible attorneys, Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Quadney Chevrolet has consistently been at the top when it comes to new Chevy sales in their zone. Justin Acre for my friends up in Jacksonville. And you know that Guadney Chevrolet surpasses all the dealers from Northeast Arkansas all the way to Mississippi. And that success in new car sales has resulted in an overstock of trade-in used vehicles. So you need to get out there and take advantage of the liquidation sale they've got on used cars right now. It beats anything in the market. And and to make it happen, they've partnered with Capital One to get everyone approved for the biggest discounts of the year. 
every major manufacturer is represented, and they're all good enough for mom. That is the Guatney Chevrolet seal of approval. You know that. People you can trust, people you've worked with for a long time, and since 1957, the leader around these parts when it comes to car deals. Used tracks also being offered as low as $299 a month. They've got used sparks as low as $299 a month, and you can get a used Rogue as low as $174 a month. That is just the tip of the iceberg. New, pre-owned, doesn't matter. You're going to get treated right. Go see our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. It's in Jacksonville on the Gregory Street exit and online at GuatneyChevrolet.com. Welcome back to the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone on the Buzz Radio Network. Listen to your favorite radio station on the Buzz app or online at 1037thebuzz.com. It's time for Enlightening Candor with Eli Craner. He's brought to you by Jackalope Cycling in Russellville. Jackalope Cycling provides bike rentals and service as well as camping gear and fishing accessories. Whatever gets you excited to be outdoors, they're there to help you with it. Check them out at jackalopecycling.com. All right, let's bring him in. Eli, what's going on, man? How are you? What's up, guys? All good on a Tuesday. How y'all? Uh, it's fantastic. We're at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Just uh, spoke with uh, David Cutcliffe. Great talk, and can't wait to hear him inside at the podium here in the next 30 minutes. And, and it's always, the football season always flies by. It feels like yesterday I was there with you guys doing, you're doing that random out-of-time spot, and then there came Coach Pittman walking in behind us. That was it's a story I've retold many times. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, Coach Pittman got the uh, the vote of confidence, and, and he's going to be back next year. What do you think about that? <clears throat> Man, I'm fine with it. You know, where where my big gripe right now on the whole thing, if I'm going to gripe, I've been I've been holding gripes back as much as I can. But my gripe, and this this one's personal for me. I've told you guys this. You know, Jacoby Criswell was a guy I coached in junior high football. Um, a guy that I just feel like at this point in the season, like I would love to see more of him. <laughs> you know, like I, it makes no sense to me uh, that we've had the sort of season we've had and we've seen the backup quarterback for literally like five or six series throughout the whole course of the season. Um, so I, that that is, and, and I feel like especially now with Coach Pittman coming back, um, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you guys tell me what, I, what I'm thinking here. But, I mean, if, if I have a quarterback, I don't care how long he's been there. I don't care, you know, what records he has. But after this season, I would think I would want to make it to where it's a competition. You know, and I would, if we've got a guy who's there, um, at, with what we've got left to fight for this season, um, I, I would love to see him. I would love for the fans to see him. I would love to get some tape on this kid and see, like, okay, which way do we need to go if this is a big, you know, the word I keep hearing, reboot, you know, everything like that. Yeah. What What's the word on all that, man? You know, K.J. Jefferson's got a, a big decision coming up, and a lot depends on K.J. Is he going to test the NFL waters? I don't think he will after the season that he just had. Or maybe he does and just signs as a free agent or – I don't know. Or does he um, try to come back to Arkansas? Or does he go into the transfer portal and try to uh, see what kind of NIL deal he can get somewhere else? So I, I think, and, and a lot depends on who the next offensive coordinator is, too, for Arkansas. And does KJ want to, you know, work with that man? And can he help KJ become an NFL quarterback? So there are a lot well, of questions and that's not any answers. Wes, that, I mean, I don't ever hear anybody. I've heard everybody talk about O line all year, you know, and I and I see the O line issues, but I also know as a quarterback, there's a lot of responsibility that a quarterback carries in the run game and in the passing game to help the offensive line. You know, protection checks when it comes to the passing game, making sure a defensive end isn't going up against the running back, uh, making sure, you know, you're sliding your protection into the into the, the blitz uh, run game. So we always had run checks where you're checking plays based on protection, and then even the smallest thing, like carrying out a run fake, you know, like to, to help hold the defense. So, I mean, I just say all that to make this argument that it's like, at this point, after the season we've had, like, 
man, if, if I'd say if a couple of series go wrong, I would love to see what we have waiting in the wings in a real game time situation. So you know, that's KJ way got, more than he, book talk. <laughs> KJ got his records last week, and I'm glad he did. And I'm, I'm with you. I'm ready to see what Chriswell can do. And I hope he gets a, a chance to play a little bit this week. And if KJ decides to move on and go somewhere else, I'm fine with it. And uh, I, I think I'm ready to start the next uh, era in uh, Razorback football, uh, with at least yeah. at quarterback anyway. Hey, let's yeah. talk about books. What do you got for us this let's week? Let's talk about books, man, yeah. <laughs> if I was going to ask you, Wes, if I talked about um, Jerry Spinelli, and that's probably a very that's a tough question. I know I've talked about a lot of guys, but even if maybe – does that name ring a bell if I mentioned Jerry Spinelli? It it rings a bell for some reason, and I'm not one into author, so I'll, you must have I know, his name I know. at some well, point. Even if I mentioned Jerry, I think it bears repeating here, and there's a reason for this. So Jerry Spinelli is he's a children's author, not like picture books, like we're talking like grade, you know, like like books with chapters, um, it, like eight to twelve years old. And so the reason I'm bringing Jerry up is. Um, Jerry writes books with, with us like being in the holiday season. Jerry's an older guy who writes books that really appeal to young, like, boy readers. And those are hard to come by. Um, and I know this because as a dude who writes books, I'm always asked to come speak, you know, because, like, there's not a lot of men out there in that industry. Um, and a lot of teachers, yeah, they want to see because boy, it's, it's harder and harder to get boys to read books. Um, so they they want you know someone who who is a is a man he was a boy to come and speak and and one of the problems they finding a book that interests a twelve year old boy is is harder and harder as well so I'm just saying all this like for anybody who's listening and thinking you know man I'd love to get my my son a book uh, I'd love to get him reading again um, and but you don't know what. And so I'm, I'm throwing Jerry Spinelli out there. Jerry Spinelli won, like, the Newberry uh, honor way back, probably in, like, the 90s uh, with Maniac McGee, which is a book, like, we had to read in school. A lot of people read in school. But he's got some football books, one book called Crash, about this, like, kid who wore a helmet his whole life growing up. And he becomes this great kind of football guy, like a linebacker. Um, he's got a book called Loser. But Jerry Spinelli's a guy, you know, I always say that getting kids to read, boys especially, it's important to get them to read because it's a way to get them to read is by giving them the right book. If you give them a book that doesn't doesn't appeal to them at all, um, then they're not going to read it. But if you hook them with the right stuff, it, they will. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. So Jerry Spinelli is who I would recommend for anybody, any. Any uh, grandpa, dad, mom, whoever, grandmothers listening, thinking, I want to get my, my son a book, uh, maybe for Christmas. I'd, I'd really it. go. I'd really check out Jerry Kelly. Thanks, Eli. Got to go. Hour three I'm now. I'm Elias Mexican Grill. Take eggs at 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. The key special, a Mexican hibachi dish with fresh steak, chicken, or shrimp. Tuesdays are Taco Tuesdays, and they're only $1.99 at Elias. And now they're serving homemade tortillas. Fresh pies for dessert along with soft serve ice cream. Elias Mexican Grill Award winning Mexican food with 